Bally's Bumper from 1936 was actually not the first game with bumpers. That was Patience Bolo from 1935. And, wait, not that kind of bumper? Oh, sorry. Uh, this is Nick Baldridge with the Four Amusement Only EM and Bingo Pinball Podcast, and you're listening to the SNES Podcast with Greg and George. Podcast episode number eighty-three coming to you this time. Uh, eighty-three already. Wow! But uh, uh, yeah, it's getting up there. Uh, George and I were talking about that like off mic. Actually, actually, uh, before we started recording. I, that's me. I'm George. <laughs> but, Was uh, I supposed to interject there? Um, I'm glad you did. <laughs> okay. Cool. It wasn't planned. It was just like you know, like that's how the best parts happen in podcasts, <laughs> though. They're never planned. Yeah, trying to come up with creative intros eight three times does not get easy. But uh, um, anyway, you tell uh, me. <laughs> uh, the game we're covering this episode is George's pick, and George picked a real doozy for us, um, which is certainly one of the most infamous and classic games. Well, now definitely classic game. Not so much, not so much what it, when it first came out. It's a cult classic. Ah, uh, I already go further as I say cult classic because you know I, I was going to talk about that. A little bit on as we go into it, but uh, um, yeah, uh, we're covering the uh, uh, we're covering Earthbound, one of the most uh, unique, original, and definitely distinctive uh, RPGs of all time, especially in the Super NES. Yes. So uh, obviously, obviously, George must have some affection for this game. Um, to want to want to, do you want to talk about it? Uh, do you want to uh, do you want to tell us uh, your affection your affection history for it? I know people won't shut up about this game now, <laughs> but, like, this is a really cool game for the era. Oh, it's, yeah. It's an RPG, but it's not any typical RPG. It's not one where it's just, you know, medieval setting and this and that and all that. You know, it's it's set in a more modern era, and also it's got a bunch of stuff to it that makes it stand out because of how weird things get and how weird things are like the music and the art style and everything right so this this game really stands out and uh it's it's really good too uh, like uh, not not many major problems 
that I have with this game, so... Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Uh, when was your first time playing it? Oh, jeez, I emulated it years ago. Yeah, I actually missed this game when it uh, missed this game when it originally came out for numerous reasons. Which were, for a numerous, lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, it was also, I guess, the reason I missed it. I missed it was because of that. Uh, let's go into the stats here, like real quick. Or uh, uh, Earthbound was developed by two companies working together, uh, Ape, uh, which is now known as Creatures, the same company that's behind the Pokemon franchise, um, and HAL Laboratory, uh, which also uh, which worked very closely with Nintendo, like over the years, and is also responsible for like the Kirby. Uh, uh, franchise uh, published by Nintendo. Creatures is behind Pokemon. I, th- I thought they were. I know Game Freak does it. Is was that the name of it? Was game? It wasn't Game Freak originally, right? Was it a different name? Hey, I think it was a different name, but I think you're okay. right. I, I think I got Game Freak and Creatures and Creatures mixed up. My bad. So maybe uh, I don't know what Creatures does, but um, but the time they did this I game, I know both was, of them sound familiar. Yeah, I just there there is there is some part where the wires got crossed, uh, and we don't <laughs> even know what wires got crossed, and we don't even know where to find them. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, since I mentioned it, let me take a quick look here to find out what else that ape slash creatures has done. Because, uh, because I know what Howe's done. Howe's done a ton. Oh, jeez. Uh, it, it, it is almost limitless. Yeah. That so, list yeah. is very long. What is? The the list of games that Hal has done. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, yeah. um, they're also... Um, they're also the ones behind the, uh, behind the Bomberman franchise, I think, too, right? Uh... Are they? That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I could be wrong, but uh, okay, all right, yeah. Um, we were both right as far as like, uh, uh, um, uh, like we were, uh, uh, like we were both right as far as the as far as the uh, Pokemon franchise goes. Uh, creatures are if creatures are responsible. If creatures are responsible for is responsible for making the uh, the trading cards and toys. Uh, okay. And the, and the video games, Game Freak is the one that's actually behind the original concept, like in the concept, concept. Like, and they're also the ones that, and they're also the ones, and they're also the ones that are behind the, um, uh, behind the TV show. Okay. So, uh, creatures, uh, creatures has also done uh, Mario's uh, Mario's Super Super P Cross, um, and they also developed the Game Boy Camera. Ooh. Um. And they, uh, uh, they're also the ones. They're also the ones who also developed uh, the other, the other two games in the Mother slash Earthbound franchise. So okay, yeah. So, but uh, yep, in store active today, just like how is. So anyway, those two companies work on the game together for Nintendo, which which published the game. Came out in Japan originally in August of 1994, and North America and in, in North America in June in, in June in 1995. So pretty late Super NES release. Yes, it was uh, a it was a sequel too. Yeah, sequel to uh, the, the series in Japan is called Mother. Right, as I'm sure we all know. Right. Um, if not, it's called Mother. There you go. You learned something. 1989, um, uh, Famicom supposed to come out here in the U.S. The game got as far as actually being like translated and ready to go, but never actually got released. Right until recently where yes. they released it on the Wii U Virtual Console as Earthbound Beginnings. Right. So, yes. 
And then also, yeah, uh, yeah, Earthbound is definitely strange in the sense that's uh, strange and strange in the sense it has a game both before and after that never that never officially, at least for a long time, got uh, got released in the West. Uh, the sequel to the Earthbound is because Mother Three, which came out for the GBA in 2006, originally originally designed originally designed as being as being N64 DD game, uh, which you can which you can probably guess the reasons why that never happened. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, and that game and that game and that game also did not get released in the West in the West because they in the West because they figured that it wouldn't sell. Well, um, it's but one of those is- accounts where they're they they could be possibly wrong, right? But there is like a fan, like a fan, um, uh, a fan, a fan translated for uh, translated ROM, uh, like available, like available online. If you look, the, like if you look in the right places. Yep, that's uh, that's been out there for a while. Oh, I yeah. believe I believe the people even said that uh, Nintendo can take it and and sell it with that translation. Right, which they never will, but which well, they won't because. Yeah. It's Nintendo, and they have to do things oddly. Right. Well, I mean, like even Nintendo gets surprised me sometimes. I mean, like you know, like for example, uh, like for example, the weekend recording this, uh, the Super NES uh, Classic uh, Classic Edition just came out. Yes. And the highlighted game on that is the never before released Star Fox Two, which I never imagined Nintendo would pull out of their vault. So for them, well, to not actually- only that, they also like. Isn't it like the most updated version, which wasn't leaked before? Or oh something yeah, like definitely. That? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably can say never of Nintendo, but not always. Uh, they are capable of curve. Mostly yeah. unlikely. Yeah. That. Yes. They are capable of throwing curveballs once in a while, but uh, just don't expect. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't expect it as much as like as much as like uh, 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 Microsoft and Sony do, but. But speaking about curveballs, this game's definitely like a curveball in the air, curveball in terms of like weirdness, weirdness, like unique factor to it. Um, yeah, so uh, a big reason, a big reason I missed this game back when it came out is because, like, because when it came out, I was in college. Uh, my game time for my, my game time was was therefore a lot, a lot reduced. I wasn't playing RPGs during this time period. So uh, also the fact that this game is also more expensive than the usual game because it came bundled with the the uh, the, uh, the extra. Um, with it, um, the strategy guide, and also the stickers. So, um, and also the fact that even though it reviewed very well, uh, I was going to bring this up later on. The game, the game reviewed very well by all the major magazines and publications that looked at it. But you know, the marketing campaign was in a word awful. So, um, yes. I mean, like you know, seriously, look up a, you know, look up a commercial on YouTube, like what they tried to, to do. They're trying to do a, a, a tie into the scratch and sniff sneaker, uh, um, uh, sneakers. Yeah, I'll be okay. Scratch, scratch and sniff sneakers. Sniff. Is a, all right, I'm gonna cut this out of the podcast episode because I'm going to now create scratch and sniff sneakers. <laughs> Uh, anyway, scratch and sniff <laughs> stickers. Try saying that ten times fast. <laughs> scratch and um, sniff stickers. <laughs> I was um, going to start. Their, going. Their, yeah, their, yeah. Their marketing campaign was kind of based around the stickers, in which they kind of were trying to use the heavy, sarcastic phrase. This game stinks. Uh, because the, right, uh, I re- yes, I remember seeing something like that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you know what were you guys thinking? But um, it's so, so weird because like the game's weird and it, like it it's is weird. Anyways, it, it is like to market but, it. Maybe yeah. you should do it weird, but like this is a different kind of weird. Mm. This is like uh, I don't even know. It's like weird that pushes you away, not pulls you in. Right. So like scratch this <laughs> and sm- smell it. Oh, it smells like dog poop. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want to buy this game now. 
Yeah, because it made uh, me smell dog poop. It was definitely it was definitely a pretty unique idea having 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 scratch and sniff stickers with the game because not uh, because I because I can only think about one of the game I ever had that actually did that. Uh, Legion Suit Larry Seven also came with like stickers with oh, it. I don't want to know what those scents smelled like. Uh, some of them are quite good. Uh, you know, there were some good smells in there, and there was one of the bad ones. So, but uh, um, yeah, it was, it was, but yeah, it was, you know, mixed bag. But um, so uh, yeah, so just a combination of the fact that you know my 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 play, my playing time is limited, and the game is more expensive, um, expensive, expensive. And you know, I heard about what kind of a weird game it was at the time. At the time, it, it didn't. At the time, it just didn't like appeal to me because I was kind of very very. Heavy fantasy slash uh, slash square slash Final Fantasy mindset of the time period. So, um, so I did not play this game until um, until about I think about five six years ago, like the first time um, wow. in emulation. Um, yeah. First playing Mother on the NES, so I could compare them. Like then playing Earthbound after that. You played through the whole Mother? Yes, I did. Wow, because that game is. It, it's necessary to grind in that dang game. Well, it's necessary to grind this one too. But you're but right, not gr- as much. Right, the grinding. Yeah, yeah. Mother's definitely a classic, a, a classic eight bit style RPG. There's a lot of, a lot of exploration needed, a lot of grinding, a lot of like very, very vague hints and clues as to what to do next and where to go find something. That doesn't uh, make it a bad game. It just no, makes it. It, it uh, just makes it harder to get into for exactly. people. Because yeah. you know, and back, uh, I mean, back then, the uh, and back then, the the guides I was using, there actually was not too many great guides for the game at that point. There were a couple of small ones, but there wasn't anything. There was really wasn't anything in loving detail telling you what to do and how to go about doing it. Where uh, well, there's now, of course, because the whole franchise, uh, the franchise as you said before, has um, has kind of developed a cult following with it. So, but anyway, yeah. So. Um, um. Yeah. I. I didn't. Re- yeah. The game's okay. I. I probably. You know. I. Um. Um. I. I would have played it if it had come out originally. Originally planned, and I probably would have liked it. Liked it. Liked it a lot better. A lot better than as a kid. But now. But. Um. But you know, I thought the game was just like. Um. You know, it, it was okay. But you know, Earthbound. Earthbound definitely was a lot more fun. I can't. I, um. I can't think about. Um. I can't speak about Mother Three. I, I've not played that yet. I do want to sit down eventually. Eventually. Eventually, one of these days and play it. I did play a little bit of it, and it plays a little bit differently than uh, Earthbound. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does, but, you know... Well, um, I mean, like, the battle system and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and the fact that the Mother franchise is a franchise really pretty much only name only, there's not really too many things the games have in common. I mean, There's some connections, but it's not as as much as, like, sequels to, like, other games would be... Yeah. yeah. I'm, so I mean, like you know, uh, kind of like almost like the Final Fantasy games, like you know how they can, uh, right? You know that the, 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 the Final Fantasy games have like certain things and th- things, items and themes that carry them across. The Mother franchise is kind of the same way, but uh, um, but uh, yeah, because um, you know, Earth, you know, Earthbound was renamed as, as Earthbound in, in North America because, of course, we we never got Mother over here, so they would need to make the name a little bit more simplistic. So they're like, okay, the game's about aliens coming to Earth, hence Earthbound. So, um... I think it's a fine name. It's yeah. just It's just like back then nobody really knew that it was a sequel to a game that was released in Japan. Right. So, yeah. but, uh, um... 
So yeah, uh, we've talked. So we've talked a little bit, a little bit before, a little bit already, or a little bit already, like about how quirky, quirky, uh, unique this game is. Uh, it's very unique. I can. I, I've not played a game quite like this one uh, like before or since. Um, I guess there, the best- th- there are some. Uh, I want to say there are some PS2 RPGs that are like similar in. Mm. That kind of tone and everything. There are some games I can think about that, uh, 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 um, you know, that have some similarities with like similarities with these with these one of the things that the Earthbound mm-hmm. does. But I get they have the game that has everything that Earthbound has in it. Um, you know, for example, right. the, like for example, the modern day setting is pretty unique. There's not really too many games out there that actually have you that actually have that actually actually have you playing in a modern playing a modern day Earth. That's uh, what I really like, and I wish there would be the Persona more series about, comes to mind. It's also being a modern day uh, like a yes. modern day RPG series. So, yes, um, but it, but like that's different because Persona is more of like you're fighting demons and stuff, whereas exactly. Earthbound is like you're fighting creatures that are like likely to be mm-hmm. found creatures people so on and so forth that that are likely to be found in this kind of place where like oh within the city you're fighting normal people that are just crazy now or something exactly. or you're out yep. in the woods and you're fighting bears like that's more plausible than what's going on in persona right yeah. Right. So yeah, the combat system is also the combat system is also very unique. Uh, we'll get into that here like in a little bit. Uh, the graphics are definitely unique. The viewpoints, uh, the viewpoints, and the, the, the viewpoints and how the stages uh, all have different like looks and uh, like looks and feels and themes in them. Uh, very, 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 very striking graphical game. Um, it's and as a matter of fact, the graphics, the graphics are one reason the game, the game did not sell very well when it first came out because people looked at it to, because people looked at it and they were like, this just I mean, um, you, know, you know, it looked like an epic game to them, uh, which, like, ironically, ironically, today the whole virtual, the whole virtual gaming things in like full on force. So, <laughs> but, which probably uh, needs to slow down a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, I guess, I, so I guess the best way to describe the game for anybody out there who hasn't played it is it's kind of like it's a Japanese take on how they uh, Japanese take like how they see America. Um, it's a very kind of <laughs> you buy hamburgers and. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like absentee fathers who bribe you with money to gain, to, you know, to gain affection. Wow, that does sound like America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, so I mean, obviously, yeah, they're laying on the parodies, the parodies, like the, the, uh, the parodies here, like it's very, very thick. But, right. um, but the designer said, the designer said that their whole goal was to kind of make a kind of like parodical parody slash like slash like you know uh, whimsical look at how Japanese see like the United States um, and they, and they're heavily inspired by like several um, you know several the you know by several like American TV shows and movies and they uh, music and music and that kind of stuff uh, like a in the game so um, yeah it's very it's it, it's it's pretty lighthearted. Uh, there's definitely some like you know there's you know, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of humor uh, like in the game. Um, there are some very there are some very serious um, you know like a, a very serious like you know like a, you know tear like tear jerking um, um, moments in the game too. But um, I'd say overall the, the overall the whole, the whole theme of the game is kind of like more like you know like a, a whimsical take on a, a, a take on what would happen if like aliens suddenly showed up showed up and started like you know, like mutating mutating creatures creature that kind of stuff. So, uh, very, so like it's a very very strange game, uh, like all around. But that, but that's part of the charm. Yes. So, um, 
you want to talk a little bit like uh, so let's talk uh, let's talk a small bit here like about the story George do you want to have a, like a go at this uh aliens visit earth yes well you have a good alien and a bad alien <laughs> It sounds like uh, a video game, Greg. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Um, yeah, um, you play a young boy named Ness. Uh, Ness's age is never actually given in the game. He looks like maybe uh, he, you, he looks to maybe me about like ten. Ten, yeah. Guys can say you know ten-ish, but um, um, and he and he's in bed one night, and all of a sudden a meteor crashes nearby in his town. Um, so like he goes out to explore it, and you find out pretty soon that alien force. An alien force, an alien force, uh, crash landed the meteor. Uh, like, uh, like the name, like of uh, Gigas, I believe is how you pronounce it. I thought um, it was Gigas or Gigas. Yeah, that yeah, that worked it's too. Either way, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he is he is trying to take over the Earth and is and is and is the, and is mutating animals, humans, and objects, uh, objects, uh, objects like into like very like malicious like creatures. Um, and there's a and there's a good alien who's a small fly like creature uh, who helps you helps you to start by telling us what he has to do to, 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 to what he has to do to stop the alien. Um, but he gets a uh, killed shortly afterwards and kind of a comical uh, comical scene. <laughs> Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, you have to collect melodies in what's called a soundstone uh, to be able to to be able to stop him. And it, you know, again, like I said, this game is very unique because like I can't break, uh, I can't I can't really think of any other games in which I collect music like this. Um, so you just so so basically the gameplay is just you is just you recruiting friends and, and recruiting people to help you and just going around the world visiting various t- towns and various countries trying to you know trying to collect you know trying to collect like, trying to collect like all these melodies um, and trying to a um, um, you know trying to a stop uh, you know and trying to stop your uh, neighbor Pokey who's who's gone mad of power for some reason so. The uh, the music part of this game kind of reminds me. It's not similar in any way, but uh, it reminds me of this um, RPG called uh, Before the Echo, which is like it's kind of like a DDR esque thing, but you use a controller hmm. and you use that to input like commands and spells like that, and that's music based, which is pretty cool. It reminds me of that a little bit, but like. They don't play the same, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and of course you have like you know Zelda Ocarina of Time, uh, uh, like which like Link has to collect like various melodies to play as like Oriana to be able to advance the game. But right. Um, so like I said, again, this game uses elements that a few other games have. But again, it's but again, uh, the the main reason the main reason that the main reason I think this game is like is very unique is because of the fact that you know it has it has all these different ideas and themes in it that really did not get uh, included like included like in any other games. Um, like, you know, period. So, but, uh, um, so, um, yeah, so we already mentioned the graphics, uh, graphics, like, the graphics a little bit. The graphics are very, um, boy, how do I even describe the graphics in this game? They're strange. <laughs> well, the um, graphics are good, but the presentation, the, the art style is pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, because you know, of stuff like, um, once you get into a battle, uh, there, there's a background that's like, it's kind of it's the only word that I can really think Trippy. of to to yeah you know what you're right I was gonna say funky yeah <laughs> <laughs> they both work <laughs> yeah no they do they do I just I wasn't thinking about trippy I was thinking more of like funky but that that works um 
yeah so like there's stuff like that it's just it's interesting though so it's kind of uh like when you get into a battle it's like a technically i guess you could call it like a first person kind of like view or something right where you don't see your characters but you see the enemies and the enemies are like more detailed sprites than the overworld um yeah yeah it's it's one of those games but then the background is all funky like or trippy one of those maybe (laughs) trippy funky funky trippy um and they're like all different colors and even the music is interesting it's like kind of like warped and out there you know yeah 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 it's really hard to describe but uh yeah i mean like um yeah, I think you're right. The graphics in the game do look very good, like, overall. Um, you know, they do have different themes, like, you know, like, certain... Uh, the graphical style would change in certain stages. Like, some stages, the stages of the game that are very uh, septitoned. Um, and, and another stage, I can't remember exactly which one it is right now, but it has kind of... Uh, but it's very dark. It's very dark, so it has almost, like, a black and white feel to it. Um, right. You know, so the graphics themselves are the graphics themselves are quite good by 16-bit standards. I, I mean, like, you know, the sprites, um, uh, uh, your character sprites walking around the map are a bit kind of small, but they are like you know like powerful, um, and they are detailed. Uh, the battle, the, the battle, the battle, the battle sprites look great. I think uh, you know the enemy sprites that you're fighting, like whatnot. Those are like very large, detailed. Yes, yes, they are. So, um, yeah, in combat itself, the combat, the combat system in this game is very unique. Um, because, of course, like George said before, your characters don't show up on screen. You, you just see the bad guys. Uh, you do see attacks being made. So, you, um, so like, um, and you do see the hit points, the hit points, the hit points of your party, whatnot, on the top of the screen. You can have... Bottom of the screen. Oh, bottom of the screen? Oh, yeah. Yes. You, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Is it maximum, maximum of three people in your party at once, I think, George? Um... Oh jeez! Uh, uh, I, I want to say that's right. Yeah, that's, so, that might be right. Yeah, so um, um, and if you and if you fall in combat, you get a, a sent back uh, to the point in the game like we'd saved last. Uh, like have your money, which was a state, uh, which was staple for RPGs at this time period. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's, there's there's no game over. It's just right. you were beaten so badly that you somehow ended up. At the last hotel or drugstore or whatever. But the, really, the, the really bad thing about that, and one of the or the bad thing about that though, and one of the few knocks, uh, and one of the few, um, and one of the few knocks that I'm gonna give this game is that you know that Ness, your main character, he's all right, but everybody else is, like, but everybody else is unconscious. So you have to go to a hospital to be able to bring them back to life. In certain towns, the hospital is like way far away, like where you like you know like I came back to life at. So, like, so good luck getting back there because you're gonna need it. <laughs> so yeah, this game is much easier to play, much easier to play in emulation like using save states. It's much easier to play if you don't screw up. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but. Uh, but on the bright side, this game, this game is a feature I love that I wish like more games had. Uh, once you progress to a certain level, uh, the game would just be like, okay, you're powerful enough, you automatically win. Yeah, but the problem is it doesn't give you enough XP then. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't get in. But that's the whole point. Like, you wouldn't get much XP from those guys in the first in the first place because you're so overpowered. I guess that's true. But um, and and also the fact that like, you know enemies enemies will also like and enemies will also enemies will also like running away from you a lot more too. Uh, once you reach a certain level, so which is fun. Yes, yes, it is. So bow down to me. <laughs> um, I wield the plastic yellow bat. <laughs> 
and you know, um, moving moving around is also important in the game, also because like you, because because whenever possible, you possible that like, you won't try to approach an enemy like behind, uh, because that will increase your chances chances like being able to get like a free hit on them to start the combat with. Or you could try to slip past them. Yep, that yep, that too. Yep. Um, you 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 can see the enemies in this game. Uh, many uh, like most RPGs, this, most RPGs this time period uh, had had random battles. You weren't able to see the enemies like you can uh, uh, um, like you can in this game. So like that's nice. Um, and the trick to the game um, is if you show up in the screen and you're like, okay, there's way too many, there, you way too many, there's way too many enemies like on the screen, or like you know those enemies are blocking where you need to go. Uh, try leaving the screen and come back on again. Uh, that may cause the enemies to change. Yeah, that stuff is weird. Yeah. So like so. you can, <laughs> it's interesting because like you can defeat some enemies and walk away, and you can walk back like a minute later and then. Like different enemies have respawned, right? So, yeah. um, it depends also, on what area, though. Right, and this is also important for something else too. Um, you know, like um, you know, I'll get more details of this like later on. But you know, uh, one of the one of the original versions of this game that was dumped uh, was not a very good dump because they weren't able to get past the copy protection that Nintendo had built like in their games. So, uh, like, so, like, so the only way you could tell, if you, so, like, so the only way you could tell is, um, uh, 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 for, for, uh, that you tell, for, if you're playing a quote unquote bad dump or a good dump, is to try to see how many enemies are on the screen. Because the bad dump will cause a lot more enemies to show up on the screen at once as a, um, as a, as a way of deterring slash punishing the player, like, for cheating, pretty much. That's a good way to grind. So, just play the, just play the, uh, bad dump. Well, there's something else happening happens also toward the end oh, of the game. Yeah, yeah, when you beat the game so, or whatever, it right. races it or whatever. It's really nasty. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people have considered this to be the most devious, underhanded, um, uh, evil copy protection uh, period as far as the game goes. Right, because you put in all that effort to get to the end and then the it just erases boss, everything. Yep, it locks up on you during the final <laughs> boss fight and then you um, and, 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 and then you turn the car back on and your game seems are, are, are gone. <laughs> Poof. Yep. So it's like if that happened to me, I would have been furious. I would have been like throw the Super NES out window furious. I probably would have threw the cartridge in a fire. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that is real. So like you don't want to. So like you don't want to play all the way through this game in emulation to find that it happened to happen to you because what no. happened to you in emulation too. So so yeah, you definitely want to know early on the game if, if, you, if you don't have good. Uh, um, you know, most copies of the game out there, I think these days are the good dump. But they um um. Uh, ironically enough, conversely enough, uh, the first dump of Mother also uh, like uh, also 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 had a problem with copy protection. Um, yes. The game had uh, ha- you halfway, halfway, halfway through the game, uh, a copyright message screen would come up, and the game would lock up on you. I thought it was the same thing where you got to the end. Mm, That's what I heard. I never ran into it myself personally, but when I remember reading reading it online, it was about halfway through you know, halfway through the game. Oh, okay. It maybe happens at different points for different people. Maybe? I don't Possibly. Know. But uh yeah, so but anyway, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, and you know, um, and we mentioned it before. This game does so. This game, this game, this this is an old RPG, so it does require so players require grinding. It requires, I want to say, a lot of grinding for uh, grinding. Not 
It's not the most grindiest RPG out there, but it certainly is up there toward more the you know toward more higher tiers for the you know, higher the higher tiers for grinding. Uh, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of towns where you're like, okay, I need I need to get I need to get more money to be able to buy this stuff, or or I need to be able to get more experience to be able to unlock skills to be able to beat this boss guy. So you definitely so it's like like you just um, so even if you do what I do and just like you know fight all the enemies that you, uh, the, uh, all the enemies that you can when you're the going around place to place. There's still some areas quite frequently in the game actually we have to like you know just stop, take some time, 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever, and just like you know build up a couple levels or whatnot. So right. um, the, the the average length for the the, the average length like, the, the average length for playing this game is estimated to be around 35 to 40 hours, uh, like for game length, which is pretty, which is a little bit on the long side for average at this time period, but that's because that that's because grinding grinding probably takes up a good like you know like third of that probably if I want to say. So, I mean, obviously, 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 if you know what you're doing on repeat play, on repeat play, playthroughs, you can minimize that. But for, for but you know, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, saying like for first time playthrough of the game. Yep. So. So yeah, so there's that. So there's that grinding, uh, the grinding, grinding, grinding to deal with. Uh, one now, of the- honestly, the the more you go into the game the easier it gets because there was a point that I hit where um, I was decently strong and I was defeating enemies that when bundled up they give me like more than a thousand experience mm-hmm. and around that the levels that I was playing um, you only need like four thousand five thousand experience to level up right so I was leveling up a good amount on top of like beating bosses that give you a bunch of bonus experience as well. Right. Yeah, and those boss fights are tough. There's a lot of tough fights in this game. Yes. But uh, yeah, there's no shame. There's yeah, there's definitely no shame like, in this game losing 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 to a boss like you know several times. Because certain bosses, even even if you are powerful enough, certain bosses, yeah, certain bosses, you have to perform certain certain skills or certain attacks uh, to be able to to be able to counter them or to be able to inflict up damage to be able to beat them. So um, yeah, is there any shame to losing to ants? Mm, depends upon the ant. <laughs> Well, I was it was it was partly a joke because I never lost to an ant, but mm. I don't I don't think I don't think I did either. But um, I did, but but I did lose to that uh, early on in the game. The first place, the first place I really had to grind. Uh, that that uh, that uh, um, that uh, that game punk you have to beat to be able to you know, be able to advance the game. He kicked my ass a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen to you. That's a tough fight, so that's probably the, probably the first place you have to grind. Yeah. So, um, the inventory system in this game is not that good. I probably would say the inventory system is probably the weakest the weakest point about this game. Uh, it's definitely kind of mirrored in uh, uh, mirrored in like eight eight slash sixteen bit style games as time games as time period. Not not only the interface kind of clunky, I think, because you have to have, like go through like multiple screens to be able to do some functions. But you, but but you but you but your inventory uh, uh, limits very very small. You can only have like eight items oh, yeah. at a time, and you can't stack items. So it's, it's like you know, it's not the best. No, uh, it's, it's not terrible. the worst, but it's yeah. yeah. It is pretty bad because it's just like you have like five key items and right. you have like eight slots or whatever, and it's like 
well, I need stuff for healing, but I also need, <laughs> like, I also need to collect this new key item. So, like, I either I have to throw something out or I have to eat this cookie. Yeah. Honestly, when you, <laughs> when you, by the point where you get to, like, level 15, maybe like 17, 18, like, cookies are very useless. You might as well just throw them out anyway. Right. But my favorite part is, uh, when you finish a battle and it's like, uh, like, I had a full inventory and I was fighting crows and crows drop cookies. So it's just like, do you want, do you want to throw away something to, re to, uh, to hold on to the cookie? No. Ness abandoned the cookie. <laughs> he just left it there. He just left it there on the grass. He, he abandoned it. Uh, yeah, that is like pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty um, good. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, between the clunkiness of the inventory system and, uh, like, and the limitation itself, that's, that, that's definitely the weakest part about this game. Yeah. Um, you just have to, uh, like, you just have to, like, deal with it, unfortunately. Until you get uh, new party members, then you have another full inventory. Yeah, that helps a little bit. Yes. But still, you, but still, you, but still, you, you still have the same eight item, can't stack item restrictions. So, yeah. but, uh, um,. And 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 spoiler not and spoiler not 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 those people of uh, people of uh, people like gonna stay with you the whole game. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, and, and if they go bye bye, there goes your other stuff too. So. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful about that. That happens in a decent amount of RPGs. Yeah, especially yeah. this time period. Yep. I mean, like you know, they're oh, yeah. they're not as user friendly like they are now. So you gotta be careful about that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, like you know, um. As far as the actual pace of an RPG goes, this game, this game, I wouldn't call it light or breezy, but I definitely would say this game kind of flows a bit faster than like uh, than like usual Final Fantasy type uh, games. Probably because of the fact that the the battle, the, the, probably, you know, probably because of the fact that the battle, the battle is not random, and you can choose how many fights, how many fights do you want to get into. So you kind of want to get into all the fights you can because yeah, especially especially I early feel like on. the earlier the earlier part of the game it's is going to be rough yeah. if you kind of skip a good amount of those battles right um so that's why i even did like i made sure i didn't really miss many battles on top of i did a little bit of grinding um and that really helped me out because like honestly when you when you get to a certain point once you get to like uh the second town like there's like a like a village you need to go to after that second town mm -hmm. like when you get to that point and you get to that village, that's like the best grinding spot to have because those enemies are weak. And on top of that, they give off a good amount of experience. Right. Um, and I didn't even do much grinding. It was like, I want to say like, it was 10 minutes of me walking around trying to figure out what to do. And I got a like a, a few of these levels and that really helped me out with uh, the the multiple boss battles in that area, which was really nice, um, because it's just like those boss battles took like nothing to do then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's also uh, uh, semi related. There's also there's also well known a uh, well known bug in the game that you can use. Uh, you can use you can use rock candy to boost your stats like to boost your stats to boost your stats uh, 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 like a battle like an unlimited um, and unlimited um, uh, like amount of times 
I did not know that. Yeah, you have to have. Yeah, you have to have. You have to have one of your two very bottom spaces of one of your character's inventories, and you have to use it with any condiment. Uh, preferably, 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 preferably the sugar packets or uh, like the jars of doughy sauce because they'll increase one of your stats by two, with like exposed to one. Huh. So. Um. I um. I know there's a trick with the eggs. Like you do. Uh. There's a there's a place where you can you can buy eggs or you can just steal them or pay as much money as you want basically right um and those eggs actually hatch into chickens and you sell those chickens for I think it's like about a hundred dollars a piece something like that yeah that's what and yeah you can just gonna, keep hatching them and keep right. selling them and get a lot of money yep I was gonna talk about this uh, here next uh, money in this game is Pretty easy to get. I never. Uh, I mean, I'm like, yes. you know, this is an RPG, which like, was like, was like before long, you have like more money than you know what to do with because um, how because how money works this game is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> you don't get it right away from battles or anything. Exactly. You call up your dad, and your dad says, "All right, well, you defeated these enemies. You made this kind of money. I'm gonna put it in your bank account." Exactly. And you're like, oh, thank you, daddy, daddy. <laughs> And then you go to the ATM uh, with your ATM card, of course. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so crazy. Just like an interesting thing, like an RPG has an ATM that you get money from your father that he wires to you. It's just so crazy. <laughs> and it's like depending on like how many like how many um, enemies you defeated. It's really right. interesting, but it's necessary to keep your money in the bank because when you get defeated like you said before greg when you get defeated you lose uh some of your money is it like half of your half, yes. cash on hand yeah yeah so like there is no lack of atms you're gonna find yourself going to the atm a decent amount of times um but atms aren't really few and far between either so it's not too much of a, a problem true so yeah it's it's really interesting um on top yep. of you know like although this is supposed to be like modern times like all these stores department stores and everything work on a barter system kind of still where like <laughs> you can you can buy from them but also you can sell to them and it's like when was the last time you could do that other than like a thrift store or something you know <laughs> like a like a like a uh, whatchamacallit, uh, it's escaping me right now, I can't think of it. Oh, Salvation Army? Well, uh, kind of, I mean, that's more of, like, you're donating stuff. Like, like, uh, like a pawn shop. That's pawn what I'm shop, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yep, your father's too busy, too busy working, um, to come home to actually take care of you, so, like, you know, he just, like, sends, you know, you send your money instead to make you happy. But hey, they, he's uh, making that sweet, sweet money, so every time you tell him that you bashed in another old lady's skull <laughs> in, that he's gonna give you another $200. Right. Like, it makes well, sense. It, right. it, this is, this is how the United States works. <laughs> it, it, daddy goes to work, stays at work. Yeah, you call him up and tell you tell tell him how many old people you beat up today, and then he gives you two hundred dollars <laughs> for each old person. Yep, and your mother stays home and makes your favorite food for you, uh, like whenever you want to, which punches all your HP. Right, and you can you can name you can name your favorite food in this yes. game, right? Yes, you can name. So you can, you can name, name it some funny you can, stuff. 
you can put four names in it, if I remember correctly, the start of the game. You could name yourself, you could right. name your best friend, mm-hmm. you get to name your dog, um, and you get to name favorite food. Is that dog part useful? Is that like, because I know the, in the, the beginning... The dog's not very useful, no. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, your favorite food, you can, you can name it some interesting stuff. Yep, I use pizza, because pizza, the, the biggest pizza is my favorite food, so... Isn't that the default one? I don't or is know. Or hamburger? It's like something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, but um, yeah. So we will. So like we will get into the naming system later on because it plays a very uh, like a very like a very key role later on in the game. But, I think in um, Mother Three, there's one that you can name your favorite like move or something, and then that's mm. like your that's like one of your attacks, and that can be right. pretty silly too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there is there is uh, uh, there is fast transport available like available in this game also. Uh, buses, so, right? Yeah. What? Buses. Uh, there's several. There's several in the games. Uh, there's buses. There's also like there's also a hot air balloon. Okay. There's also like that. The, uh, there's also that the uh, that you know that comical uh, two musician group rock band bus that's always like you know like they're always broke they're always like hey we need five thousand dollars we need ten thousand dollars that's a lot uh, of money yeah but they um well like i said money money is not money's not a problem in this game you right, know you just need to right. ration old people's skulls yeah and get money from debbie and I, and, so and, that you can pay for this poor group of people and i usually have money yeah, I, I usually had spare money always on hand in this game. I mean, like very, very. There's, there's really, there's really only a couple of spots where, like, spots where I didn't have enough money to be able to buy the stuff I want to. So, uh, money's not a problem in this game. So, thank God for that at least. So, yes. um, um, so uh, yeah, so uh, the so yeah, there's several, there's several, there's several methods of fast transit that are available to you. Uh, like some better than others. Uh, there's also that. There's also that. There's also very interesting enough that they. Um, um, I can't. I, um, I can't think of the. I can't think of the exact name. The game calls it uh, the, the UPS type service uh, that you can use to get to new oh. items from town to town. Uh, it's something Express. Yeah. So. Expresso Express. That's not Maybe? right. Maybe something like that. Yeah. It's something so, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, pretty unique. Um, the music in this game is very good. Uh, they definitely, uh, like you like I said before, the programmers were inspired were inspired by a lot of like American, uh, um, uh, um, you know, American, American, British, British rock and pop music. So there's definitely some recognizable tunes. Uh, Escargo like Express. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's right, Escargo. Yep, yep. So and your your little sister works there. Yep, she does. Which I what. <laughs> Like how? Yeah. Like she's younger than you, and you're like ten or, or eleven or something. Like I said, this is like I said, this is how the Japanese like see America. <laughs> <laughs> yep, child, child, child's children working uh, because they can't uh, afford anything else. They right. need the whole family working. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, the, the music of this game is very, very good. Like it's a good soundtrack. Um, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, definitely some recognizable tunes, some definitely like inspired by tunes. Uh, there's a lot, um, you know, there's you some know, the, ripoffs. Yeah, there's some, there's some blatant ripoffs actually. Yes, yes. Uh, the the producers said that you know they, the producers said they felt they could get away with that because they kind of figured it was you covered under like you know parody laws. Um, so um, you know, and apparently, um, you apparently you apparently. Uh, apparently, apparently they were right. We'll talk about this like later on. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, um, it's very it's it, it, uh, um, it's very appropriate appropriate fitting appropriate fitting music. I think uh, I'll make uh, the most part. I wouldn't call it I wouldn't call it my favorite my favorite RPG soundtrack, um, but it's very good. Like certainly up there. Yes. Yeah. No. It's it's got some great music. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the script though, the translation, the, the translation is top notch. I mean, like I've never seen, you know, I've never seen a game translated. I've never seen a game translated translated like this before because not only did the people actually translate the game perfectly, they also, um, you know, they also like Americanized it a, a huge amount. Uh, there's a whole bunch of like you know pop culture references, uh, 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 references uh, to like right. movies and TV shows and music and whatnot in here. So it's like you know a lot of, a lot of it's very comical, tongue in cheek. There's definitely some like the, um, you know, you know, there's definitely some like laugh out loud moments. Uh, for for this time period, for this time period, '95 to have a game translated and written as written and written as well as this one is, it's it, you know it's very amazing. The the whole the uh, you know the whole script's like extremely extremely well done. I would have to uh, agree, you know, you don't really see any errors, and definitely the the things that it's referencing and all that, like, just, it just gets it. This game, this game just gets it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if, I mean, like, you know, the script... Um, the script, you know, the script had to be good. To, it had to be good to be able to go hand in hand with the with the over top uh, parody uh, vibe that the actual gameplay is. So, like, you know, if, if the script was, you know, so if the script was faulting, um, then you know it would kind of hurt the gameplay. But because the script's so strong, it really supports the gameplay. The, the gameplay and both of them blend together with like a very seamless um, and very fun experience. You know what my favorite part is. When you walk into uh, a specific building and you talk to the people and they say, "Hey, we're working on Earthbound 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of my favorite things in this game, uh, and it's uh, um, you know, and this is definitely an Easter egg uh, because it's very, very hard to be able to do this. But you know, uh, the dialogue, the dialogue during the dialogue during this whole chain is hilarious. Uh, there was a guy in Tucson, uh, one of the other towns, uh, that's sitting, um, you know, sitting outside of a hotel room. Uh, he's sitting at a table. Um, um, so you talk to him, and uh, talk to him, and you talk to him, and his response changes. His response changes every time. But generally speaking, generally speaking, just like you know, he just, he makes it clear in his conversation tone that he doesn't really want to talk to you. Like he just sees you, yeah, um, he's being, like, um, he's being like annoying kids, which is what you are really. But, um, <laughs> but but if you're but if you're persistent, if you're persistent, and talk to him twenty times. On twenty time, uh, twenty time, he'll be like, "Just shut up and leave me alone already." Like here's fifty bucks. Um, so like he'll just fork over like fifty bucks to you, and that's um, you know, and that will and that will more than enough like pay for your like night. Um, I your night at that hotel if you want to. That's more than anyone's ever paid me to shut up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because it takes twenty times to be able to do it. I don't think, uh, um, you know, um, I, I, I don't know how many people actually actually did that uh, did that back then. Stuffing Easter egg. That's yeah, no, that's pretty interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. <laughs> Stop talking to me, kid. I'll pay you money. <laughs> like wow, like you must be really bothered. Like what's your problem? Right. 
So, I mean, it definitely is. So, again, it, it definitely seems strange to be playing a Japanese-made RPG, and this game definitely has a Japanese feel to it. Um, to all of a sudden, you all of a sudden becoming con, uh, all of a sudden come across like a cultural joke about Bugs Bunny or a cultural joke about like you know like a Benny Hill. It's like you know what the hell is this doing in here? But I like uh, the re- the relevant part with the uh, cult <laughs> that dress up in interesting clothes. Oh yes, yep, yeah. So, <laughs> but but hey, blue, it works. blue. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, so um, you know everything about this game is like very very unique. The gameplay is unique. The battle system is unique. Uh, the, the music, the music's unique. The script's unique. Uh, the ending's even unique because it's like you know there's some very like cool tricks the ending does. Um, where it's like you know, finally finally end of the game, you finally get to go into the alternate dimension like with the the ultimate the ultimate dimension the ultimate dimension like with like the big bad uh, boss fight is which is also like a very like trippy scene also by the way because spoilers of, right Jeez. well I mean like you know the, the yeah yeah like all spoilers the, yeah all spoilers off the table at, the, at this point like, if you, uh, the, uh, you know, at this point if you don't know um you don't know if you, if you don't if you don't want to know how the game ends just uh, I just, you just give me head like five minutes all right sorry but, I gotta go Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but so you finally get, uh, so, uh, so you finally get to him, and they, um, and, uh, and you defeat him. Not at first. You're in your attacks, but we don't do too much to him. So it's like, um, so it's like your party. And the game, the game is kind of telegraphing this a little bit before in the past because the game, there was a character halfway through the game who confirms if you what your name is because you had to enter your name at the start of the game and, and, and there's also a character halfway through the game who's like, yeah, you know, um, hey, you know, I'm just checking to make sure this, the, you know, someone's your name. You're like, okay, so I, I so I just something's gonna be up. I, I didn't expect the game to break the fourth wall though, like in the way that it does here because it's like eventually, which you eventually, eventually, you 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 play the battle where next your main character is like, you know. Like you know, calling out to you directly as the player to pray, you know, pray for them to be able to pray like your energy and your your energy, you like like your hope to add to theirs to be able to, to add to theirs to be able to beat the enemy. Oh, it's um, like a Dragon Ball Z type of thing. Yeah, kind of like. So it's like you know, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, things breaking the fourth wall like this, I love. I, I absolutely, I, I absolutely love games, uh, games, uh, games that break the fourth wall like this, and and, and like and like you now that brings up the prayer command, and, and you just had to just. Like prayer for like five times in a row, I think. Um, you know, I um, you know, to the prayer actually, to, the prayer actually gets through, and the party's able to keep like you know fighting the uh, fighting him. How many so hail like, marys do you have to do? Um, probably quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then so after so, and so after you beat him, I. Uh, like you get to do the prologue, we get to like walk around the whole the whole world at your leisure, uh, with no enemies, and just talk to people and, and just bask in their glory. Like, hey, you did it! Congratulations! Oh. Like, you're you're awesome. You rock. You're cool. That's so, interesting. Usually, RPGs just end. Exactly. So yeah, very so like very very cool. That, you know, this game allows that. Right. Yeah, no, so, that's interesting. Exploring after you finish the game. Right. That's a really cool thing. Yep. So, but yeah. Uh, and yeah, the game doesn't actually end. Uh, I, uh, uh, the game doesn't actually end like you get back to your parents' house. So oh, it's like an epilogue type yes. of thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, some changes had to be made to the game when it came over to the U.S. because Nintendo's like you know policies, the policies, policies like its time period. Um, like for example, like for example, the Japanese version of the game, uh, they blatantly ripped off the Coca-Cola logo. That was a 
No, that was a big no-no. <laughs> so that has a... Um, well, they also, uh, let's be honest. Laws are more lenient over there for that They are, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. but... So they also had to move the Red Cross from the the, uh, the, uh, the Red Cross from hospitals. See, that's a big thing. Yeah, because even today, a lot of people don't even know about that. Like, that's that's like a trademark. Yes, you it is. You can't openly do that. Right. Yeah. So, and obviously, uh, and obviously, being attended, the crosses, the crosses, the crosses, like the tombstones had to be taken out. But uh, yeah, um, alcohol, also became coffee. Um, oh uh, man. Uh, there's a dream sequence in the game uh, in which like Ness is nude in the Japanese version, but in the uh, but in the uh, but in the US version, like his pajamas on. Oh, of course. Right. Uh, yeah, and you, ja- you gotta you gotta shield yourself from right. nudity because all Ameri- as as we all know, all Americans are born with clothes on. <laughs> that's that's a fact. Well, this one's very racially insensitive because it be, it be, it's because the Japanese version of the game. Um, you, you mentioned these guys a short time ago, Joe George. Uh, happy, happiest blue, uh, uh, like blue cult. They they had white robes in the Japanese version of the game that made them look a lot like the KKK. Yeah, that sounds about right. So that was. But so, they were making so, it accurate to the U.S. Uh, Kind of, I guess. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I mean let's like, not get into it, but it's still a thing. They kind of, they kind of took the they kind of took the whole the the, the, the whole parody thing a little bit too far. That uh, too a little bit too far. That uh, only in one case, I think. Um, and I don't I'll just, like, know. Leave it I mean, if if they were like doing something really bad, where they were like chasing after somebody who was different from them, like sure. But if it's just a group that looks like something that's relevant to what's like a like a group in real life. Uh, you can kind of get away with it. Well, anyway, uh, they definitely uh, they did they definitely changed their look like the U.S. version of the game. Oh yeah, no, no, I yeah, because because uh, Nintendo of America is uh, censorship friendly. Yes, yeah. especially during this time period. So, yeah. but they uh, um, well, censorship so- isn't really much of a big problem now with Nintendo. No. I mean, like, yeah, there right. are some things that come through that are, like, censored, like, removed or changed or whatever. Right. But, uh, for the most part, not too much anymore. Yeah, most companies, m- most companies, most companies, like, only, like, very, very little of that these days. And also, uh, what's the point? Because, honestly, you can kind of just go get the original version. Right. Um, although you might not be able to read it, but it's still there. Right. So, yeah. So... So yeah, uh, so this game, so this game definitely, like I said, when it came out, um, um, you know, uh, like all the, um, I looked at the magazines, like all the magazines and sites that covered the game, the time that the covered the game, the time it came out, uh, the reviews, the reviews universally like were positive. I mean, the lowest review I saw of the game was like you know like uh, I was like you know like three to five stars or like seventy five percent. Really? So like, yeah. So, like, universally, mm. but the game did not sell very well for several reasons. Um, Nintendo really, Nintendo really wanted the game to succeed. Uh, 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 like they had their doubts at the same time. They thought the game. They knew. They knew the game was going to be hard. Uh, they knew the game. So they knew the game was going to be difficult to sell for several reasons. Um, you know, RPGs were not a huge, uh, uh, um, a huge market, a huge market in, in, in this country at this time. Uh, the game Which was is very, a shame, right? 
Uh, the game is very over the top, kind of like whimsical, uh, like how like a unique style. It, it, um, it wasn't like um, it wasn't like it wasn't like any, it wasn't like any other games out like out there that like out there the time period. Um, and, and they're concerned about the graphics. They, uh, the graphics, uh, you know, what I thought the graphics like were very like you know like the graphics are very good, but the uh, um, you know but um, but people the but people in this time period uh, were probably as just as just, just as concerned, if not more concerned, than people nowadays, as far as like you know, graphical quality of games. Oh. Um, you, you wanted games, and, and this was big. I, I remember this. I remember this happening quite a lot. Back, quite a lot back then. Sixteen-bit games. You wanted to look sixteen-bit. You didn't want the game to look like you know, like a sub, uh, the, uh, sub sixteen-bit or like eight-bit or, or, or uh, 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 like an eight-bit game. And there are some stages of the stages of this game that kind of look, kind of look almost like eight-bit as far as the, um, as far as the graphical uh, as far as as far as some parts some parts of the graphical quality go. So, um, so Nintendo was concerned about all this. So they put out a major marketing campaign. They spent about two million dollars on marketing on marketing this. Um, Game was the game was the game was sold in a big oversized box. That also uh, the not only included strategy guide to the game, it also included that special uh, uh, that that uh, it also included, included that special scratch, scratch and sniff sticker sheet we talked about it before. Scratch and sniff sneakers. Yep. So, um, <laughs> but the bargaining campaign was not very successful. We already talked about that uh, campaign uh, later in the podcast. So, um, so, so between that and the fact that this game was more expensive, it's more, uh, and, uh, was more expensive than a normal game because of the, um, because of the, because the bonus is being included and because of the graphical style of the game and, and everything else, uh, did not sell very well over here. Uh, um, uh, the game, the, so the game, this so is the game, like only sold about 140,000 copies. Uh, which is, wow. uh, uh, which, uh, which was, which, which was less than half, looks like it was sold in Japan. Right, and because of that, um, because of that, the game never got like European release. Uh huh. So, I don't even know if that's like something you make fun of. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. This game, this game was development for five years too. This had a very long development cycle because they started working on this almost, uh, almost right away. Like, like you know, the original Mother came out. Right. So, and the size. Uh, and and, and um, um, the size of the game got increased twice. Twice the programmers had to go to Nintendo and were like, "We don't have enough space in the cart to be able to do all this. Can we have an increase?" Um, because the uh, because the game because the game because the game originally went from um, the game the game originally the game originally originally went from like eight megabits to sixteen megabits all the way up to like twenty four megabits. Wow. But they um. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So the game did not sell very well when it came out. But but in the year since then, since since then, they kind of came a call, are you a call favorite? Um, you know, like RPGs, popularity of RPGs increased the country. Of course, people started getting nostalgic, uh, nostalgic, nostalgic like for old games. And I'm like, you know, yeah, this, yeah, this is a very like good game. So um, people, a lot of people, a lot of people nowadays are still very mixed, uh, mixed on the game. There are there are there are there are a lot of people out there who don't like the game for one reason or another. Um, but generally speaking, the overall, the overall, the overall sum average, sum average of the game on, on, on say like Moby Games or Game of the Cues, for example, um, it's about like you know three point seven stars at the uh, like out of five. Uh, like if I was the, you, uh, you know, like if I was like, uh, you know, if I was. Uh, like all these reviews, like factored in, um, Ness became popular enough to be used as playable character. Uh, used as playable character, like in the Super Smash Bros. games. 
Right, except nobody knew where he came from. <laughs> which, which is one of the reasons that the game kind of, uh, uh, kind of experienced, you kind of experienced, um, uh, kind of experienced a spike in popularity, uh, a spike in popularity because of that. So, but they, right. uh, and for a long time, this game was not available because of, uh, 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 um, you know, and the, and, the, and so the only way you could play it was by was by paying paying a lot of money for a copy of the game on, on, online. Uh, we we uh, we would talk about pricing toward the end of the podcast, but you know, like as uh, but let me just say right now, as bad as the pricing of this game is now, it was worse several years ago before the game got uh, I got the uh, released again. And for a long time, and for a long time, it was commonly believed, and I believe this myself too, as a matter of fact, and I was like doing research on it. Um, it was believed that uh, problems with the you know, problems with the you know, problems with the copyrights of the music was the reason uh, why the game was not getting like a re-release. Um, apparently, apparently, according to Nintendo themselves, that's not true. Um, the speculation is the, the speculation is the real reason the game did not come out for a long time, is that Nintendo just simply think the game, just didn't think the game was like worth, um, was worth the time to, to, pour, uh, to bother uh, to, to, to porting over the virtual console system because it wasn't very popular. That sounds like a Nintendo thing. Yep, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But finally, um, uh, back in the, uh, oh, I, oh, oh, I have the year like right here. Uh, I want to say 2012. Um, it finally got the, 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 the game finally the game finally finally showed up like in the Wii U virtual console system. Um, and then like, and it, um, and then like last year, and then last year it also, um, and last year like it also like it also came out like the 3DS uh, virtual uh, virtual system as well too. So you can play the game like both ways now. But, uh, um, you know, if you want to, and of course, and of course, it's also, it, of course, it, of course, it, 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 it's also one of the games that included, like, included, like, in the Super NES uh, uh, Classic. Um, if you're lucky enough to be able to, to, to lucky enough to, be, to actually be able to get your hands on, but uh, your hands like one of those. There's a local game store over here giving away two. <laughs> so. The, the strategy guide. Uh, I don't know if the virtual console uh, on the virtual console uh, the, the version of the game also includes strategy guide uh, like on there too that you can like uh, 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 that you can also like read and access like you play the uh, and access like access as you play through the game. Wait, really? I, yeah. What? I, I don't know if the I don't know if the I don't know if the Super NES Classic Edition does. Probably not. I don't think so. But the virtual console with the virtual console version on the 3DS and the uh, the and the Wii U definitely do. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I played this. Was through the Wii U. Mm. The power of the Wii U was able to play Earthbound. <laughs> yeah, and most people, and yeah, and most people, and so, I, and, and, and so most people who, and, and so, and, and so most people who play the game the first time, uh, the the, the system have commented, have commented, have commented on the fact that the game holds, the game holds up very well today, and I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. Um, with those, you know, except those, you know, minus those, minus, 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 minus those complaints we mentioned earlier about the, you know, about the inventory grinding, and all that. The, the grinding inventory system well, and, what, and system and, and whatnot. Well, people, well, well, RPGs these days really don't make a grind. So, uh, like, what so RPGs come- are we talking about here? <laughs> I can, I can name a certain Final Fantasy that made you grind for like 15 hours. Oh God, which one is that? Uh, uh, 13. Oh yes, yeah. I. Yeah, that did have a lot of grinding in it, but that, that was, was like, you know, that's probably yeah. one of the worst Final Fantasies ever. Mm. But uh, yeah, so well, well, depending upon, so depending upon how you're coming at it, I think like you know, like uh, 
but, but yeah, but, but yeah, generally speaking, these gamers, these gamers felt the game did hold up very well today, and I'm inclined to agree. I mean, like, you know, those issues, those issues aside, uh, especially with the whole nostalgia kick that we're on, like, right now, uh, the game, you know, the game looks, plays, and feels, and feels great. Uh, maybe, you know, like, I, I think, I think nowadays we have a, in 2017, we've, we've, uh, uh, we're in a better position to be able to, to, position to be able to, to be able to appreciate the game and its humor and its nuances and, uh, and, and its unique factors a lot more now that the games could back, uh, back, uh, back when it originally came out in 1995. Right. So, um, so, uh, we're kind of getting toward the closing thoughts here. Um, you know, um, like I said before, I think this game's a lot of fun. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, if you enjoy your operations at all, this one's definitely worth checking out. Um, you know, like, um, you know, there are ways to minimize the grinding and there are ways to minimize the inventory system problems that we did, the, the, uh, problems we talked about before. Um, Definitely playing this emulation maybe the best way to, the, the, the best way to do it. Uh, I think save states uh, they are very very handy. Um, the the Super NES Classic Edition will also allow save states in it, uh, so you can also like you know like uh, take advantage of it that way as well. Um, very helpful. There are places in the game where you kind of there, uh, uh, there are places in the game where you can get lost. Uh, so, have, uh, the, uh, so having so, 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 so having a guide to walk through handy is uh, handy is helpful. I wouldn't call it critical, but it's critical. But it's critical. But something would help you to minimize your aggravation because there are some stages in the game, especially that freaking sewer level, that's like so frustrating to go through. Uh, so <laughs> like um, so like going through that as as quickly and as easily as possible to minimize your pain is definitely like a good thing. Because yeah, one of the other drawbacks about the game, it, it, like there's certain dungeons where it's like, if you want to, like, where you get beat up and need to back out for whatever reason, you have to go all the way back through so, like several screens, go all the way back through several screens again to get to a town, then to find the hospital, then to find the the, uh, the ATM, like, then go back and like, and, um, and, and probably have to fight a whole bunch of enemies. Uh, I just get back to the dungeon in the first place. So, not fun. But uh, but again, you know, this game, this game really just is not is not any different than any other than any other RPG of the time period as far as like having to deal with this frustration. So as long as you come to without mind, uh, yeah, the humor, the humor, the graphics, uh, the the graphics, the soundtrack, the script, like it all comes together very very well, and it's like a very still a very fun tongue in cheek uh, kind of a. You know, like very good start, good good start RPG. Not the easiest, not the easiest one out there this time period, but um, but definitely, but, you know, but definitely not the hardest either. Um, I definitely thought, for example, that uh, another um, another RPG that you that you and I covered uh, covered uh, covered uh, covered a while ago, uh, George Seven Saga, was much harder than this one was. Oh yes, yeah, no, that was much harder. Yeah, and also punishes you for multiple people in the party. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you have to say about this game to close up? It's a really cool game. Uh, if you haven't tried it, go out and try it. You can emulate it, but uh, if you like it, maybe you should buy it on the virtual console. That's that's not necessary, though. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a great game, and it's a shame that it's only somewhat recently become popular and not popular around the time it originally came out. But, yeah, I would hey, say the you know, popularity sometimes this game, late bloomers are a thing. Right. I, yeah, I would say this game started. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would say this game started getting wide notice. Well, wide notice. 
you know, around like, um, you know, around like you know, ten years ago, uh, like when like in, like NES first showed up in the Super Smash games, and like Mother Three came out like in Japan. Uh, the combination, the combination of those things helped to give us some like more attention, and like you know, the popularity seems seems to be like growing like every year. Um, as, far, mm-hmm. um, as far as you, you, you um, as far as like game goes, so um. I forgot to check how much the game is going for in the virtual console system. To system probably like you know five bucks. I think it's like ten bucks. Ten bucks? Yeah, that's fair. But I but, will. Uh, I'll take a look at it while you can talk about other stuff. Yeah, if you want the actual physical the physical copy of this game, though, prepare to open up your pockets because they, uh, this is this is still this is still going for a lot of money. Um, I'm like keeping be- my pockets closed. I don't want to <laughs> lose that much money. Well, 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 like, well, like I said, well, like I said before, this game has got this game has. Keep this in mind. This game, this game has gone down in price since it came out right. uh, virtually several years ago. So you know, and this is, and this game's infamous for repros being, uh, being out there for it. Uh, this is probably the first major Super NES game that got repro to death. So and there's and there's still repros being sold like an eBay. So definitely like buyer beware. I mean, like you know, because again, we 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 just talked about this like in our last podcast. A lot of these repros do not are not marketing around the card that the repro. So this is like the only way you're gonna know is this like um it's like opening up and uh, opening up you know looking at the PCB. There's several there's several very good guides online, um uh, like on YouTube that walk you through step by step how you you have to be able to tell a real earthbound cart like a fake one for example a fake one for example. So for like if you have any question or any doubt as doubt as with the cop sitting down sitting down sitting down the um. You, you know, a game store on Craigslist or whatnot's real thing. You know, definitely give those guides a look first before you like pay for it. As a matter of fact, it's so bad that a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the listings uh, list listings the listings for this game that, that I saw for authentic cards, both like both like both being sold now and recently sold, they actually they actually they actually have they actually show the PCB of the game with the card to prove to you that's like the real thing. Yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's like, a big problem. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. So, buyer beware, definitely, definitely on the definitely like on the definitely the physical 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 card because, like I said, none, none, none of these ones, none of these ones I looked at, and this game is plentiful on eBay. None, none of these ones, none of these, like none of these ones I looked at, um, you know, had their, you know, had any kind of markings or whatnot. Same as a repro. Um, so. Anyway, there were 108 copies of the game uh, currently currently available for sale. 170 copies, like the copies that like, recently sold. If you're happy with Repro, and like I said, Repros are fine. Yeah, if they're like they're fine. Like if I would do, if are, 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 um, are, are they're fine. If you're not a collector, like I would, um, you know, any, um. Like, like all you want to do is like play the game. Re, uh, the, the, the repos, the repos, the repos are usually selling for around 20, you know, 20, 30 bucks. Not bad. Uh, there are also several. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what category to count. They count these in. Um, there are several. There are several. There are several. There are several original games also available in which the in which the seller said that he's replaced the battery in the game because you know the, because of course these games are over twenty years old and the battery and the batteries are starting to give out on some uh, give, uh, give out uh, on some of these cards. So I guess you could call those refurbished cards. Um, but you know, so the price, the price of those are a little bit cheaper. Uh, the price for those kind of fall in between the, uh, the the repro and the and, and the original um, authentic, not touched uh, uh, ever, uh, copies of the game. Mm. 
So anyway, physical copies with the real... The, so the real shindig. And again, I'm going to remind you guys, this game used to be more expensive. Card only. Anywhere from 50 to, uh, uh, 50, 50 to $200. Yep, that sounds about right. 50? Now, really? Yeah. Huh. I found it. Yep, I found, I found a copy of sold for like fifty bucks. Wow! So, somebody got a really good deal. And, like, um, and like, and and like, and and, and and that one also came with a strategy guide. Oh, dude, that's a super deal. Uh, yeah. So, Did it also like, come with a scratch and sniff sneakers? No. Okay. And some of these, some of these car, yeah, 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 some, yeah, yeah, some of these car prices did, uh, did also, did also come with a strategy guide. Um, so like you know, they weren't always like you know, like cart only. If you want CIB, if you want the whole thing with the the, the box, the guide, the game, and the and the, the and the and the sticker sheet, are, are, are you ready for this? I found copies, uh, CIB complete copies, recently sold anywhere from like four hundred forty-four to five hundred forty dollars. What? Yeah. What? So, if you have a complete copy sitting around your closet, you can make a lot of moolah selling that sucker. Jeez. Yeah, and uh, and if, and people I've talked to sealed copies of this game in the past have gone up like several thousand dollars. <laughs> what is going on? This is the this is this this is this is this is this is one of the holy grails, like the library, just like it always has been. You know, because this, um, you know, because the small print run, and yeah, um, you know, and like the popularity of the game, like recent years. So, yeah. not the most expensive Super NES game I've looked at. Wild Arms was selling actually for more. Um, back when we covered this game, well, way back when, but Which one? it's definitely uh, Wild Arms. I'm, I'm sorry, like you know, like um, yeah, I, I always do that. I, 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 um, you know, I always get like you know game confused. Um, uh, like you know, like. Oh, Young Guns. Okay, I was gonna say Wild Arms doesn't oh, no. go in for much. Like what? Wild Guns. That's the name of the game. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, yes. That's an, yeah. That's a that's a that's a uh, that's an uh, Nasumi uh, arcade mm-hmm. or arcade like sh- arcade like shooter game. Uh, that's also very very rare. But uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't four thousand copies. I wouldn't call it rare, but the game's certainly uncommon. And because the popularity, the popularity of the system and the system in the game itself right now, that kind of explains the high price. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, so like I said, thank God the game's available. They available the virtual console these days. Well, you can also emulate it. True. Yep. So, so, well, I mean, technically, you are emulating it. It's like you're playing a virtual console. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're paying money for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that, though. I mean, like you know, ten bucks. Uh, I mean, ten bucks like a virtual copy of this game is like fine. I'm, uh, I'm cool with that. Twenty dollars like a repro. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too. That you know, it seems like an okay price. So. Yeah. And fifty and fifty for the cart and the um and fifty for the cart and the the guide. Pretty good deal. You know, like you know, so that's uh, you know, whoever bought that, you know, definitely got a steal. Wheeling so, and stealing and dealing and the vast majority, the vast majority of the copies of the game that's so card only uh, recently though were definitely uh, were definitely like hundred dollars plus. Hmm. So yeah. So like I said, if we, um, like I said before, just you know, just 
you know, if you want to, if you want to buy the game physically, just buy or beware. Make sure you do research. Uh, uh, make sure you do research first, uh, uh, first, and they. Um, um, and pay with a credit card if you can, so you have the extra, you know, extra, you know, extra protection like the credit card company to be able to do it back you up, or in case you find out that you got cheated. But yeah, Chrono Trigger, yeah, Chrono Trigger sells for almost as much money uh, like online store these days too. So it's certainly not the only game that's up there in that price range. Nah, I, uh, I have the PlayStation version. Yeah, which is fine, uh, fine. It, it, uh, I'm just that version, except for something slow down. Um, uh, does it? I know there's yeah. loading times. Well, well, that's what I mean uh, but by that. Okay. Uh, the uh, DS version of the game, I think, is probably the best version to play. I had that, and then I gave it away. Oh, that, oh that's worth a lot of money these days, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you were feeling generous that day. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who has it. Hmm. So one of the thing, so so one of the so one of the final thought about this game that's kind of interesting. Um, not only is Ned kind of, be, uh, I'm sorry, Ned, y'all be okay. Ness uh, kind of become popular these days. Um, the Starman is also showing up quite a bit uh, as like you know popular, you know popular character, yep. popular character character thing that originally came to this game. Um, he's a boss fight in this game, a very tough boss fight. Um, he is a man and he is a star. Yep, and he's he can, a star and he, man. And he can rain down holy death on you if you're not like ready for him. So, but uh, yeah, so it's like you know the Starman, um, the, 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 the Starman, the Starman was featured prominently front and center on the box of the game too. So it's like you know it wasn't like it, it wasn't like it was original, um, a new thing. But uh, it's like you know it's like the Starman just kind of become popular, popular recently these days. So, but I don't know. <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, this appears to be in the franchise. Uh, Nintendo has repeatedly said there's not going to be a Mother Four, so um, uh, so hopefully, so hopefully one day all three of these games will get bundled together like in one like easy, like easy, the easy to play collection for us here in the West. That'd be nice. Um, one can always dream. Like I said, Nintendo sometimes does do curveballs every now and then, like we talked about uh, uh, previously. So like, mm, but you never know. You know, I'm just glad this game exists. Yeah, it's it's a nice game, and people should play it. Yes, they should, especially when you're RPGs. But uh, um, so I think that pretty much wraps us up. Uh, I can't think of anything else more to say about this game. Like, what about you, George? Uh, no, I think I said everything. I believe. Cool. All right. Um. Well, as always, we, we as always we very much appreciate you listening. Uh, uh, listening, uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, oh, thanks, Greg. <laughs> Um, so if you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, uh, ideas for games, uh, we've gotten a lot of suggestions for games recently, so here, recently, so recently, recently, so keep that going. Uh, you can find us like on the, uh, on uh, the Super NES page on, on Facebook, um, or you can also send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Um, we also, we also available on iTunes. We very much appreciate, um, try that again. We very much would appreciate, uh, if you'd be kind enough to give like a, uh, Said to give us a review on uh, 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 a review on iTunes if you enjoy the podcast. Uh, perf- perfectly five stars, but we're not going to force you. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, um, and um, yep, and uh, we're also available like in Lipson. Uh, there's the uh, Lipson, and we're also a proud member of Throwback Network and Retro Junkies. Um, 
George and I, George and I also do another podcast together, the PlayStation, PlayStation Power Podcast, which is not user-friendly, by the way. Just a warning, where we cover PS1 and PS2 games. Wait, did you just say it's not user-friendly? Did I? I meant to say, like, adult-friendly. I think you mean family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We're going back to scratch and sniff sneakers here. Um, yeah, no, it's not, it's not family-friendly. I hope it's user friendly. I hope it's I hope it's easy to get yes, to. Yes, I hope so too. But, <laughs> and to be fair, I don't think Jordan and I really swear all that much like in the podcast either. Like for that trip, um, I you know, don't like, know. I think I'm the main offender there. You probably are. Yes, you should listen but... back to the episodes and and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You should listen to that. It's a good podcast, and it's not because I'm saying that because I I do the podcast. It's it's a good it's a good podcast. George also, yeah, George also does two additional podcasts also. And which podcasts are those, George? I do Master System Masterpieces and the Boxwork. Cool. But they, uh... So, um, let me also finish off this podcast by saying, like, uh, uh, you know, by doing, like, a bonus feature. Um, oh, no. I've also been at, uh, um, you know, I've been asked recently, I've been asked recently by some people, um, if they know of any of the podcasts, or podcasts, besides, besides this one, that was a Super NES games. Um. Yes, but, listen to PlayStation Power. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, as far as I, this, this is the only podcast, to my knowledge, that's only the, um, that, that, you know, it's dedicated, the, uh, the, the dedicated Super NES podcast. There are her, However, a number of number of other number of other podcasts that have featured Super NES games every now and then, uh, flagging their episodes, and I can recommend all these podcasts very very uh, heartily because they're all like good shows. Uh, one podcast that has covered a lot of Super NES games, including, um, like, including this game, Earthbound, uh, like this like podcast called Watch Out for Fireballs, uh, that's done by uh, George. Uh, sorry, George. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh I, boy, yeah, have you yeah, been George drinking tonight? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gary and Cole are the hosts, like in that podcast. Uh, they've been doing it for several years. Very, very good podcast. They they cover they cover a wide range of games from NES stuff all the way up to the current to the, the current games. But they but they covered about twenty, maybe even twenty five Super NES games, uh, like over the, uh, the uh, like over the years. And, like they go into deep dives, like in those games too, like in like much longer episodes than when George and I usually uh, I usually do. So so like like so so, 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 definitely, so definitely check that out. Um, um, if you want to hear another take on Earthbound, for example, if you want to hear some other like you know like deep dives, uh, like some other like Super NES games, uh, warning that, that pod- podcast as well. Yes, yes, that podcast is not family friendly. Just a warning, but is it user friendly um, though? It's definitely, definitely, definitely user friendly because okay. they are available. You know, they're available on Facebook, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook, um, and they're also available like a Google search. If you just like watch out for fireballs, uh, comes up like you know very very easily. So uh, you know what also comes up very easily if you Google it. Oh boy. <laughs> PlayStation Power. Yes, it does. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> Um, as, as a matter of fact, George and I, George, as a matter of fact, George and I were talking about this, uh, like off mic. Um, uh, Watch out for fireballs! It, it, it's like going to be covering uh, uh, um, Act Razor in November, which is one, uh, uh, which one, uh, which one of my all-time favorite, like favorite Super NES games. I definitely want to stream that game uh, to kind of tie into that podcast. Uh, we may do that as part of the uh, Extra Life charity event coming up this year in November. With those details going to be worked out, um, but yeah, so look forward to that. So I definitely want to stream that game because, I, uh, because it's a blast. I love it. It's definitely one of my favorite uh, Super NES games. 
Uh, also, another podcast that uh, that uh, that uh, Gary and Cole do uh, together, very very different nature, but they do, um, but um, abject suffering, uh, which is uh, which is usually half an hour to an hour long podcast, which optionally is about a game. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, uh, usually usually not a very good game. Uh, like there are redemptions, uh, you know, there are games that they cover uh, every now and then, like the like they really like like for the like, and it, and it, and it, and they didn't and it, and, it, and, it, and they covered quite a number of Super Super NES games like that, uh, like that podcast also. Um, sometimes they talk about they games, sometimes they don't. Well, they do talk about the games. The, 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 the thing, the thing minutes, is that yes. usually that's all the coverage you get, five, ten minutes. <laughs> yes. um, so it's a very different podcast. It's a very it's good more, podcast. Yeah. Yes. No, it is very good, but you have to have it is very good, but you have to have a very peculiar sense of humor to, to really be able to fully enjoy it. I think. Um, but but if you do want the game coverage, you know, you know, there is even though it may be limited, there is game coverage on there. So they yes. do talk about the games at least. So, but uh, um, um, another podcast that has featured Super NES games recently has been the Press Continue podcast, which you can find. Which would you guys find off? Uh, find like the find like the Throwback Network podcast. Uh, that just. Uh, that's just a podcast with like you know, two people, um, like a guy and a girl. I believe they're, I believe they're married or relationship together. Um, uh, they just talk about various, various topics and various games. Not always, um, you know. They do like non-gaming topics on there as well. Also, and they, uh, um, you know, they also cover like you know, like arcade, um, like arcade and classic, classic games. But you know, they've but but they have covered a number of Super NES games recently. Uh, most recently, Pit Fighter. So, oh um, boy, yeah. <laughs> they've so if you want to hear another like, take on that, spoiler, they hated it as much as we did. Yay! So <laughs> We should be friends. Um, so, and, obviously, and obviously, because that podcast is on the Roadback Network, that one is family friendly. Or friendly. So, um, finally, there is the, uh, there is the Our Brooklyn Bites podcast. Um, which you can find at ourbrooklynbites.com. Uh, that's a weekly podcast by two guys, uh, a guy and a girl who are friends uh, in New York City, and they've also and they usually do they their format their format their podcast is they usually it, 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 like each of them usually plays one of them plays a classic game and one of them plays a modern game and, uh, and like they cover that game for like you know forty five minutes like whatnot and and then they finish up the episode by talking about like 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 the, the current like news like news and events going on like gaming and uh, gaming stuff. So and 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 they've covered and and they've covered quite a lot of Super NES games uh, uh, on that podcast, like over the years, including uh, I'm, inclu- I'm including a game which I'm including a game a game which I really like, which I want to cover at some point, uh, Cybernator uh, by Konami, which is a very like, like unique overlooked game, I think. Um, so, 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 and so, and so, and, and, and so they also covered. They, uh, they also covered a uh, bunch of. Uh, they also covered a bunch of a bunch of Disney games recently. Um, you know, like Aladdin, DuckTales. Uh, um, well, sorry, DuckTales is. Um, I mean, uh, but no, not um, not DuckTales. It wasn't even that game. Um, uh, the uh, the uh, the Scrooge game, the Super NES. Well, whatever it's called, they covered it. Um, you know, a bunch of other games. So yeah, as far as I know, those are the four podcasts out there besides ours. There besides ours that there besides ours that actually be able to have have, have, have given some coverage um, of Super NES games. If if, if anybody out there knows of any other additional podcasts, please by all means um, let us know about it. Uh, because I'd be more than happy to like plug them. Well, what about our friends at Super Podcast Bros? They have covered. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they have covered some Super NES games, not specifically. Uh, the the they tend to cover them as part of themes. They don't really look at the games in, like individually per se, but they do often turn up on like your know, top ten list, like a whatnot. So, um, 
but yeah, like you know, if like a but you know, if the Super NES game if, if like it's part of a theme, I don't think I I don't I don't I don't I don't think I don't think they've done a top ten Super NES uh, um, uh, game list episode yet. I'll have to go back in the library to look. I, I don't think they have. I don't but, think they have either. Yeah, but they but have, they have talked about SNES games right. before. Right. Yep. Yep. They have, and also like and also the um. Uh, another podcast that just came to mind, um, uh, the, uh, uh, Strange Gamers covered some Super NES games from time to time. Oh, yes. Uh, that sounds right. Usually in passing, they don't really give it kind of a, um, you know, you, you know, they don't give it any kind of like deep coverage like their podcast, the podcast that, that I mentioned previously do, but they do have, um, but they have mentioned them. Um, and also the, uh, uh, like and also the retro gaming roundup podcast way back when also did like also did a special episode the they also also did also did a special episode dedicated to top ten Super NES games. Nice. So as far as I know, that's it for Super NES coverage out there besides this one. Um, you know, like, and you know, like I said, I may be wrong. There are always there are always new podcasts coming out. You're coming out every week, it seems like. So, um, so if you know any of the podcasts out there, please let us know, and, I, uh, and, and I'll be more than happy to more than happy to check them out and plug them. Um, but next and let time, me know if there are any other places you podcast, because then I'm going to burn them to the ground. I mean, befriend them <laughs> and not yes, stab them again, in the back. Yes, again, I think like. <laughs> Richard, uh, Virtual Gaming Roundup also did episode. Uh, they also did episode on top ten PlayStation games. Um, okay. And you know, uh, WAF and, and WAF and Object Suffering, of course, of course have, also, have, have also covered have also covered PS One and PS Two games. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Podcast Brothers Super Podcast Brothers has done a top ten PlayStation PlayStation oh, yeah. episode. I, I know that. So, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, actually, Brooklyn Bites and Prescott and has covered PlayStation games too. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much all the same podcasts we just mentioned previously. have also covered PlayStation games. Yep, that's, <laughs> yep, that's correct. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, so um, I, I heard somebody rumbling, uh, rumbling a couple months ago about possibly about uh, about possibly about, about possibly doing a PSP dedicated podcast, but I don't, I, I don't think that, but I don't think that I don't, I don't, don't think that ever uh, get off the ground. Do you know this person? No, not directly. I, okay. I heard secondhand on Facebook. Because if that is a thing, then I must join it. <laughs> he may just be shooting like a pie in the that pie in the sky. Maybe I want to do this at some point. Idea? Who knows? But well, let's steal his idea then and shoot down his dreams <laughs> now. Um, but if that ever comes, like I have to be on that type, that kind of podcast. Right. I still play my PSP. Yeah, PSP is a good system. But you know, in, in, you know, in some ways, you know, in some ways, I probably argue the PSP was better than the, uh, the, the, the PSP was the PSP was better than the Vita. Maybe that's a controversial topic. <laughs> it is. That's why I said maybe. Right. So, but anyway, um, on this podcast next time, we're going to be looking at a, uh, a probably. I think it's a little known. It probably is. Uh, I mean, I'll be curious, curious doing research on research on research on to find out exactly how little known that it actually is. But um, we're gonna be, so we're going to be looking at a little known sequel to a sequel to a very popular to a very popular like uh, to a very popular like Atari arcade game, uh, Paper, uh, Paper Boy Two, uh, which uh, 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 which which is just basically Paper Boy um, with with some extra bells and whistles like added to it. I don't know, Greg. I think that might be too big for me. <laughs> it might be too big of a game. Definitely, you know, um, definitely like a lot. Like, uh, you, you, you definitely like a lot, like you know, quicker and breezier, breezier than this game was. But <laughs> what are you talking about? I finished this game in five minutes. 
You probably could. I wonder what the. I, 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 oh, I didn't are we going to talk this. about speedruns now? Speedruns, yeah. Like, I wonder what the speedrun is. It's probably like. It, it probably is five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Like, because I'm sure there's like you no know, glitches in the game. Uh, uh, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, you exploit. Well, I'll let you know that speedrun.com says the quickest time is three hours, 47 minutes, 41 seconds. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn impressive. It's, it's, it's not five minutes, but it's definitely not five hours. There, there are movies longer than that. Oh, I feel bad for this guy. There's a guy that's in 99th place that has 21 hours, 34 minutes. That's not even a speedrun anymore. That's not even a speedrun anymore. Uh, that's like... That's like the speed run of Super Mario Brothers has gotten so notorious and so difficult to do these days. Oh man, the story that of that people, is amazing. I know, but nowadays it's so difficult. People, people literally are getting new speed runs by shaving off point one by point zero 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 one seconds. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Less than four hours. That's pretty good. They definitely probably probably glitched the glitched glitched the living heck out of the game to be able to do that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look at any of the videos. So, but anyway, anyway, we don't recommend going through this game four hours because you miss all the fun of it. <laughs> or do you get the most fun out of it? Mm, I, I suppose, but. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you just want to experience the game, uh, experience the game, and uh, don't have time to play it, there's always YouTube. For a second, I thought you said YouTube, and I don't know why. <laughs> like the band, I don't know why you thought. I don't know why I thought you said that. Yeah, there are Spinal Tap references like in Earthbound, but no YouTube references. As far as I I'm think of. we should end this podcast soon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, that's um, yeah, that's um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have 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 with my reference Spinal Tap uh, album was the last thing I expected. So uh, we'll end this podcast here. The, uh, the very like offbeat, like offbeat and crazy thing. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you again for listening. As always, we appreciate the help um, and the feedback and the support and everything else that comes with this because you guys are awesome. And we'll catch you again next time. Bye. Take care. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.